The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke duly surrenders. Around Dodge City and in the territory of the West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for, the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job that makes a man watchful. Morning, Bat. Chester. Hello, Doc. What are you doing up so early, Doc? Early? It's almost noon. Well, that's early for some people. Early for some people, huh? Well, I didn't come here to get into any personal arguments, Matt. I want to borrow one of your shotguns. Borrow a shotgun? Who do you think you are? Doc Holliday? Well, all right. I've, I've asked you nice. Now I'll just help myself. All right, good. It, it's loaded. Oh, but I'll need more than these two shells. Where, where do you keep them? Fetch them a handful, Chester. Yes, sir. Yes, at least a handful. No telling what I'll run into. There you are. Don't you trust your aim, Doc? Are you planning on blowing up a whole lot of people? Well, it's none of your business, but I have to go up the river to Pierceville for a week or so, and I thought I might bag a few quail and prairie chicken along the way. They won't make very good eating, Doc. Oh, is that so? And why not? All you're going to get is feathers. What? Buckshot, Doc. Buckshot. We don't keep those guns here to shoot birds with. Oh, for... Here, Chester. Give me some decent ammunition, will you, please? You didn't say what you wanted it for, Doc. Do I have to explain I'm not a murderer? Is this the U.S. Marshal's office? Come on in, mister. I got something to tell you, Marshal. Okay. First, I better say my name. It's Emmett Dooley. All right, Emmett. Better you call me Dooley, Marshal. Nobody since my ma has called me Emmett. I'll remember. Dooley. Now, now for what I got to tell you. I've been skinning hides, Marshal, working for a buffalo hunter named Culpit. You know? No, I don't. That's okay. He don't come to Dodge only very seldom, but it ain't Culpit I want to talk to you about. It's a fella that hunts buffalo alongside Culpit. A fella name of Faber. All right, Dooley. Tell me about Faber. Well, there was Culpit and his partner Faber and me and the cook. Nobody knows the cook's name. We just call him the cook. And we was camped up the Arkansas River at Turkey Bend. You know where that is? Yeah, I know it. Well, sir, Culpit, he broke out some whiskey night before last, and we all took to drinking. And Marshall, it's a bad thing. But when I drink whiskey, I kind of get senseless. Most men do, Dooley. No, not like me. I go crazy wild. 
You won't believe it to look at me, Marshal, but I'm a dangerous man when I'm drinking whiskey. I see. What happened the other night? That Faber... That fellow Faber I was telling you about... I killed him, Marshal. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I shot and killed him. I don't know why I did it, except that I was senseless drunk on that whiskey. I don't even remember doing it, Marshal. But when I come to next morning, them other fellas told me about it. They already buried him, and, and they showed me the grave. Poor Faber. I feel awful bad I did it. Really? Most men, when they kill somebody, don't come tell the law about it. Why did you? I didn't. I never killed nobody, Marshal. I can't have shooting favor on my mind. I had to come. Well, where are the rest of these people? Pulpit and the cook. Oh, they went off to the prayer of somewhere hunting buffalo. I got no idea where they are. You going to hang me, Marshal? No. No, I don't hang men. The what I come here for? You the law, ain't you? Look, Dooley. Nobody gets hung before they're tried. And I can't send you up for a trial unless I see the body of the men you killed. But I told you, Marshal, it was favor I killed. Okay, okay, it was favor. But I've got to testify that a crime has been committed. And the law reads, I can't do that without seeing the body. You, you calling me a liar? No, I'm not calling you a liar. Then I don't understand none of this. Don't worry about it, Dooley. I'll take care of it. How? I'll ride out to Turkey Bend and find the grave. Oh, I wouldn't do that, Marshal. No, sir. N not in this weather. I don't have to bring him back to Dodge. I'll leave him buried there. Oh. Well, I I'll come with you. No. No, you won't. It'll be a bad enough trip as it is. You don't like me because I'm a murderer. I like you fine. I mean, Chester, will you lock him up? Turkey Bend was about 20 miles up the Arkansas. Since he was headed that way, Doc Adams rode along with us. And I was glad to have him. His autopsy report would be invaluable at the Emmett Dooley's trial. We reached the campsite about mid-afternoon, but it took us another hour to find the grave. There was no marker on it. And in fact, only the color of the fresh-turned earth made it possible to find at all. Chester and I did the shovel work, but we made Doc do the examining. What's he taking so long for, Mr. Dillon? Look at him over there. I think he was performing an operation. Doc's slow, Chester, but he doesn't miss much. What's there to miss? Just a shot man. I mean, I, I got shot man. I, I, I Never mean, mind, I... Chester. He's through now. Well, you can put him back. I see it all I need. I should hope so, Doc. What was you looking for? Measles? It isn't what I was looking for, Chester. It's what I found. What do you mean, Doc? Matt, I remember Dooley saying he shot this man. Is that right? That's what he said. Well, little Dooley got it all mixed up. Faber there didn't die from a bullet. He died from a knife. What? Right through the heart. Knife, huh? Dooley sure did get it mixed up. That or somebody told him wrong. You mean you think the cook or that fella culpit done it, sir? Well, Dooley was drunk. He said he didn't remember anything about it. But if he did do it, why would they tell him he shot Faber? Why not say he knifed him? Don't make sense, Mr. Dillon. It might make more if I could talk to culpit. How are you ever going to find him out here? He could be anywhere, any direction. It might be weeks looking for him. Make him come to us, Chester. Him and his cook both. 
Come to us? How? You'll see when we get back to Dodge. Bring him in, Chester. Come on, Dooley. Sun's up and the dew's almost gone from all the little plants and flowers. Chester woke me up, Marshal. You're gonna have to do your sleeping somewhere else from now on, Dooley. I can sleep anywhere, anytime. That's what I like about winter. Nothing to do but sleep. Get about sleep, Dooley. You awake now? Oh, sure. I wake up pretty fast, Marshal. What'd you want to see me about? Dooley, turning you loose. What? I don't want you to leave Dodge. I don't want you in jail either. What's the matter with me being in jail? I shot a man, didn't I? You saw the body, didn't you? You got the evidence. Now, don't worry about it, Dooley. Just do what I tell you. I want you to stay in Dodge, but not in jail. I got no money. I got nothing to eat. I got no place to sleep. I'm a buffalo skinner. How am I going to get a job in Dodge? Here, Dooley. Here's $10. Now, you can live fine on that. N no. Go on, take it. Well, okay. But I'm not a man to borrow money. You're doing me a favor. I should have made Colfin pay me off, but like he said, it didn't make much sense. Me being in jail, I couldn't spend nothing. Well, he may pay you off yet, Dooley. What? Never mind. But if I catch you drinking that money, I'll take it away from you and you'll starve. Uh, oh, oh, I won't be drinking, Marshal. Didn't I tell you how crazy and dangerous I am when I drink whiskey? No, sir. No, I, I won't do that. Good. If anybody asks why you're not in jail, tell them I said I'm waiting for something. Waiting for what? Say I didn't tell you. One other thing, Dooley. Don't you tell anybody we rode out and found Faber's body. Don't tell anybody at all. Just forget about that. I I'm all mixed up, Marshal. Am I still under arrest? No. No, Dooley. Now get out of here. I've got work to do. Can I come see you sometime? You and Chester? Sure. Of course you can. But I don't want you hanging around here all day. Okay, I won't. J just once in a while. Wouldn't feel right otherwise, Marshal. Me being a, a murderer and all. So long, Dooley. Bye, Dooley. Mr. Dillon? What, Chester? How come you didn't tell Dooley that Faber was killed with a knife? He's still thinking he shot him, poor little fella. I know. I'm sorry I have to do it this way. But the word will get around. It'll get clear out to the prairie, even. And when it does, I don't want Culpin and the cook to be scared off. I only want them to be real curious. So curious, they'll come to Dodge and start asking questions. But what good will that do? We'll find out when they get here, Chester. Sugar, Mr. Dillon. Oh, no thanks, Chester. No, sir. I, I didn't mean did you want some. I meant I wanted some. Oh, here you go. Thanks. Coffee's mighty black tonight. No, Chester. Sugar's not going to change the color of the coffee. No, sir. It sure sweetens it. <laughs> yeah. Well, look here. It's Dooley. Oh, Dooley. Sit down. Have a cup of coffee. Ain't you going to say hello, Dooley? I can't stand it no more, Marshal. You gotta help me. What's the matter, Dooley? What's trouble? Two days. 
I've been out of jail two days. I can't go with another one, Marshal. Why? What is it? Everybody treats me bad. They won't have nothing to do with me. They say I admit to shooting a man and I ought to be in jail. They're talking about you, Marshal. They're talking about you, Marshal, for letting me out. People talk whatever I do. Well, I can't face them no more. And anyways, I did kill him. I ought to be in jail. Why, Marshal? This way, I feel like I stole a sheep. That's how I feel. I, I, I just like like I stole a sheep. I'm sorry. You gotta help me. Last night, they wouldn't even let me sleep in the in the rooming house, or the hotel, or no no place. Seems to me the citizens of Dodge are getting mighty high-minded all of a sudden. But I'll help you, Dooley. <laughs> Thank you, Marshal. Not in jail, though. Can't let you stay there. But there's a shack out back of the jail. Belongs to Doc. He stores some stuff in it. Hey, that's an idea. And I'll give you some blankets, Dooley. We got plenty around. Doc might find me and shoot me or something. Don't. Doc won't be back for a week or more. Anyways, he'll be glad you're using the place. Well... Can I stay in it all day, too? Well, sure you can. If you show yourself somewhere every now and then, you know, I don't want anybody to think you've left Dodge. I gotta eat. Will that do it? Fine. Okay. But, Marshal, I'd sure like to know what a man has to do to get jailed in Dodge City. I don't know what Dooley did to pass the time, but for the next few days, he hid day and night in Doc's shack back of the jail. He came out only to eat a meal in a restaurant. I felt sorry for him, but I'd have felt sorrier if he'd have hung for a crime I knew he was innocent of. A week passed, nothing happened, until one day when I went into the general store after a new watch chain I'd ordered. Mr. Jonas wasn't there, but Kitty was. Hello, Matt. You gonna buy that hat, Kitty? Like it? It looks fine. Really? You sure? Take it. You won't do better than that. I had Mr. Jonas order it about six months ago. Well, the mails are slow sometimes. It came on the Santa Fe, Matt, not by Pony Express. What? I ordered this hat six months ago. It arrived four months ago, and I've been wearing it ever since. Where's Mr. Jonas, Kitty? I'm glad you like it, though. He's out back, trying to sell somebody a new wagon. Well, that's a bigger item than my watch chain. I'd better come back tomorrow. Wait! Here he comes now. It's the best wagon you can buy, mister. I guarantee you'll never have any trouble with it. It's too expensive. What's the matter with these Conestoga people? They raise their prices every year. I'll tell you what I'll do. If I don't sell that wagon by noon tomorrow, you can have it $50 off. You mean that? You have my word. Noon tomorrow. Well, I'm camped down on the river right where the cottonwoods begin. Supposing you drive it out there at noon. Nope. If you want it, you'll have to pick it up here. I got only one man in camp, my cook. That's why I asked. Where are the rest of your men? Dead or gone. But I'll be picking up a new crew before I head out again. You shouldn't have any trouble finding hide skinners around here. I'll do it tomorrow, when I come in for the wagon. Oh, by the way, I heard there's a friend of mine in town, a fella called Dooley. Know where I could find him? Well, no, I don't. 
But here's the man to ask. I don't know any Dooley. Never heard of him. What? I'd like to get my watch chain, though. Has it come in? Well, yes, but I... We've been waiting half an hour, Mr. Jonas. Aren't you ever going to be through with him? Uh, don't get in a fret, lady. He's through now. See you at noon tomorrow, storekeeper. Sure, sure. Thanks, Kitty. Sure, Matt. So, what is this all about, Marshal? That man's name is Culpit, Mr. Jonas. Been waiting a long time for him to get here. Oh, now I understand. It was his partner Dooley killed. That's why he was saying he's running his outfit alone now. That he's got all the money. Is that what he said? Yep. And he also said something about taking care of the lawyer before he left. Of course, I didn't think anything about it at the time. Lots of men talk like that. Yep. I guess they do, but culprit may mean it. Hello, Doc. When did you get back? A couple hours ago, Matt. What are you doing in here, Dooley? Doc found me in his shack out back, Marshal. We've been talking. Talking? Now, Matt, I just got back. I didn't know what was going on here. Doc told me about Faber. He said he was killed with a knife? It, he says I, I didn't shoot him. I'm sorry, Matt. I guess you didn't want him to know. It's all right, Doc. Doesn't matter now. Is that true, Marshal? I, I didn't kill Faber? It's true, Dooley. Culpit killed him. Pretty mean of him. Tell me to go get hung for it. Pretty doggone mean. It's all over now, Dooley. I'll take care of Culpit. How? He's just gonna say I done it. Look, I want you to leave Dodge. Go someplace where Culpit can't find you. Then I'm going down to his camp while he's in town tomorrow and arrest the cook. The cook? He said Culpit did it. He did. But I'm gonna throw the cook in jail and then take Culpit. When I tell him the cook has told me the whole story... I think I can break Culpit down and he'll confess. That Culpit don't care about nothing. Telling me I'd done it. Marshal, I, I wish I'd never gone work for that man. Well, <laughs> you'd have been better off if you hadn't, Dooley. But you're out of trouble now, unless Culpit finds you. So you get out of Dodge as fast as you can, huh? I'll get Chester to find you a horse of some kind. He's a wicked man. Culpit is a, a wicked, wicked man. Sure. Now get going, Dooley. And good luck to you. Thank you, Marshal. You've been as good as you could be to me, I guess. Yep. Sometime, if I'm in Dodge again, I'll come see you, maybe? Sure. Anytime, Dooley. I'll be glad to see you. Well, so long. So long, Marshal. I gave Chester $10 to buy Dooley a mountain, but he couldn't find much of a horse for that, so they settled on an old jack mule. I didn't see Dooley again, Chester told me later that he grub-staked him with another ten out of his own pocket when he saw him off. I guess we both felt a little guilty about the way I'd had to treat him. Anyway, the next day, just afternoon, we rode down to the river to pick up the cook and bait the trap for the real murderer. Open. How you gonna find this camp, Mr. Dillon? He said it was where the cottonwoods begin, Chester. Oh, right over there. It'll kind of spoil everything if Colpitt's decided not to go into town after all, won't it? It sure would. There's his horses. Yep. 
There ain't no smoke, though. That cook ain't cooking nothing. I won't hope it in town. He's probably asleep, Chester. Hey, he's shooting at us. There's a hole up ahead, Chester. Ride for it. Leave your horse, Chester. I told you Colpit didn't go into town, Mr. Dillon. Hope it's a buffalo hunter, Chester. He couldn't miss at that range with his eyes closed. The cook. Well, what's the cook shooting at us for? I'll ask him. What's the matter with you? You drunk? I'm, I'm drunk! I'm crazy wild drunk! It's Dooley. Dooley, stop it. Marshal Dillon and Chester. I know who it is. I'm gonna kill you too. Kill us too? I done killed Colbert and the cook with a sharps rifle. And now I'm gonna kill you. Colbert was lying about me killing Favor. I never killed nobody in my life before. But I'm starting now! It's that ten dollars I gave him. He must have gone and drank it up. Yeah. Dooley, I know you're drunk, but we're gonna sit here in this hole till you sober up. You hear me? I ain't gonna sober up. I'm gonna kill people! Can't stay drunk forever. We'll wait you out. I'll come out. Come on out there. Come on out, I tell you! You're wasting ammunition, Dooley. You can't hit us here. <laughs> then I'm coming after you! I'm gonna walk right up there and shoot you! No, no, Dooley, don't do it. I'll have to kill you if you try it. Here I come, Marshal. Don't do it, Dooley. I'm... I'm gonna kill everybody! I'll get over there as far as I can, Mr. Dillon. Then we can both jump them. Sure hate to, but we can't let him kill us. No, Chester. That's my job. I'll do it. All right, stay down. You can't get away from Dooley. Nobody can. Throw your hat in the air, Chester. He'll look at it for a second. Yes, sir. Ah! That's it, Chester. Come on. Dooley. Dooley. <coughs> Killed me. <coughs> I didn't kill you. You killed me. You're the last man in the world I wanted to kill, Dooley. Open in the cook. They're dead. I shot them. Colbert was a mean, wicked man, Marshal. Yeah, he was. Marshal? What? I'll come say hello to you next time I'm in Dodge. Said <laughs> I could. You come, Dooley. Sure, you come anytime you want. Thanks, Marshal. <coughs> Thanks. Oh, Mr. Dillon, that's terrible. But you must feel even worse than I do. I mean... <sighs> Never mind the talk, Chester. Let's get busy. We've got three men to bury. You have been listening to a KNON Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke Duly Surrendered. The cast for this show, Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon. Rob Frey played Chester Proudfoot. Ray Trado played Kitty. K. 
Ken Schwartz played Doc. Corey McElroy played Colpit, and Sebastian Cabot played Mr. Jonas, and Daniel Lunt played Dooley. Made possible by the generous support of Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano. This is your announcer, Sam Baker. <laughs>